Even though I'm a lifestyle photographer, I still bring a fair amount of things with me to make sure I'm prepared for every possibility and to make the session go smoother. I'm going to share with you what I bring to every one of my newborn sessions and why it's on my must-have list. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to express my never-ending gratitude for the support this community has shown during the process of launching Calm the Chaos. I won't be actively talking about this course as much anymore as I have the last few weeks, but the doors are not closing and they will remain open for whenever you are ready for the course. Even though it is a pretty efficient marketing tactic to close the doors on an offering, I didn't want to do that with this program. I know a lot of people are struggling to justify expenses and I didn't want someone to miss out because they couldn't afford it right now. Like I said, and I mean this, this course is here to serve you and meet you where you are and where you need to be met in your newborn photography journey. So when you're ready, it will be here for you. And when that day comes, your life's gonna change. Yeah, that really does sound dramatic, but it's true. There's so many benefits to being a newborn photographer and I'm not gonna get into my feelings right now, but it has amazing possibilities in your life and it's it's hard to get started on this particular niche. So I hope that, that uh, this course fills that gap for you. Are you an aspiring lifestyle newborn photographer who feels like you're just missing a few pieces to the puzzle? Imagine this. What if you had the confidence to walk into any home and know you could handle any situation that came your way? What if low lighting homes didn't cause a single bit of anxiety because you knew exactly how to use light to your advantage? What if you could trade in evening and weekend sessions for daytime in-home newborn sessions? What if you could charge more for your lifestyle newborn sessions and you had clients excited to hand over their dollars just to get to work with you. With my new program, Calm the Chaos, a lifestyle photographer's guide to newborn sessions, that's exactly what you could do. If only you had the audacious drive to take action and make it happen. If you want to get started photographing newborns but have no idea where you need to start or what you need to know, if you know there's probably a way to find clients who want to work with you but you're a bit lost on how exactly to get them to find you or if you kind of panic before every newborn session because what if it's too dark what if the baby's fussy or what if it's a total disaster then calm the chaos is for you click the link in my show notes to find out more anyway let's get into the episode so i bring a variety of long stretchy wraps with me and parents usually have those cute like muslin blankets but they just don't wrap very snugly around the baby so i like to bring uh, my own in a variety of colors I send out a questionnaire before the newborn session and I ask them kind of what colors their home are, what colors they like, what color the nurseries are. So I have an idea because I have a lot of wraps. So if I were to just bring all of them, (laughs) um, I basically move in. So these wraps, they're about 16 inches wide and two to three feet long. They're that stretchy Jersey material and you can buy and cut your own at a local fabric store or there are plenty of options on Etsy and Amazon. You can use those muslin blankets as like added layers and texture for the baby to lay on or when mom's holding the baby and that's really cool like adds like an extra dimension to the photo so that way you can still use those cute muslin blankets that they already have. The next thing I bring is my swaddle sock. The one I have is basically glorified pantyhose and it's hilarious to see the baby in this little sock thing and uh, but honestly it, it works so well and it keeps them snuggled up while I try to wrap them. And if you like the images where the baby has their toes out, this is not going to be the the, uh, the sock that I recommend for you because their feet are actually tucked into the sock. There's other kinds um, that I that you could use instead. 
of the one that I have. I also bring a small portable space heater. Babies like to be warm and the space heater helps warm up the space and get the baby nice and sleepy. But be careful to watch for signs of overheating like an abnormally red face, sweating around their neck, and just general discomfort. And also don't put the space heater too close to the baby. I also have an app on my phone. It's called White Noise. It's perfect for portability. I can stick it under a blanket so it's close to the baby and it won't be seen in the photos. I can stick it behind them. And I believe it was a free download. I've had it for five years now. It's amazing. It literally is called White Noise. The next thing I bring is a basket and just some additional props in case the moment calls for it. I don't always use these things, but sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll use stuff that I find around the family's house. I like to photograph babies from above in a basket, and especially if they have like a really cool rug that I want to feature in the photo. It's also useful if the baby doesn't have a crib yet. So sometimes they'll still be sleeping in those like bedside bassinets, and having a basket is a good way to add variety when a crib is not an option, or if the crib is like in a really dark room. So make sure you have things to stuff inside the basket, like small pillows, towels, extra blankets, things like that, that are going to push the baby up so they aren't sunk down deep into the basket. For baby girls, I will bring tie-back headbands. I like tie-backs more than actual headbands because they fit any baby's head. Newborn baby headbands tend to be big and they don't really fit properly. So with the tie backs, I can just tie it around baby's head without dossing them too much and I can fit it exactly to their head. I get most of mine on Etsy. I'm sure you can find some on Amazon. All right, the next thing is, and if you know me even like a little bit, if you've been here at all, you know what I'm gonna say next. I bring lighting equipment and you know I love my lights. So for years I use continuous lights and they're great. They got the job done. They're really great, a really great way to start with lighting and photography. They save me in so many situations, but I've recently switched to an off-camera flash or a strobe and I love it even more than I did my continuous lights and I'm on a mission to like get everyone to just switch to a strobe. Recently, I decided to do a session without lights and I regretted it. <laughs> it was in a really well-lit studio, so I was like, yeah, I, I got this. I don't need this. Um, but I had to do so much extra editing and I would not have had to do it if I had my lights, but live and learn, right? I mean, the photos turned out really cute. That's great. But I spent so long editing those photos and I could have just been like a snapped at it. But I know if you're still team natural light, you can also bring things to bounce light, like reflectors, a whiteboard, etc. Of course, you cannot forget backup batteries and extra memory cards. Don't ask me how I know this, but I know firsthand. <laughs> Don't learn from your own mistakes on this one, friend. Just bring the extra batteries and the memory cards. Like, just, just do it. Make your life easier, please. Don't forget those things. All right, I shoot all of my sessions with a 35 millimeter lens, which is considered a wide angle lens. I would love to have 24 millimeter one day. Uh, the smaller the number on the lenses is the wider the angle. So like an 85 is a pretty narrow angle and a 24 is a pretty wide angle. So the 24 in this case is also wider than my 35. So I would get more when you look through the viewfinder with the 24 than you can with a 35. You can also get away with a 50, but you'll find yourself really smushed into tiny corners. And also if you have a macro lens, it's a great opportunity to capture details but you can still get some really fun detail shots with a regular, a regular non-macro lens. But if it's in your budget, get one and they're so much fun. They're kind of hard to learn, I found, but I'm having a blast with it. 
So that is everything on my newborn session packing list. And I have included a free downloadable checklist in the show notes below. And you can find some links where you can find your own stuff on this. And you can find exactly some of the things that I carry to each of my newborn sessions. So thanks and have a good day. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode or any questions you might have. Drop me a DM on Instagram at Brittany Renee underscore photo. And if you haven't already, be sure to join the free Facebook group. That's bit.ly slash capture the chaos FB. And lastly, it would help me out so much if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews help boost ratings so I can reach other photographers who need a friend in the community just like you. Again, thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.